0: Good morning, everyone! What a beautiful day we have today. I'm enjoying so much this weather because it's not too hard on us, right? Beautiful days, and the church looks so wonderful, guys. You yeah, did a thank terrific you, everyone. job, everyone. Wow!
1: Including Dan <laughs> and Tyler.
0: Oh, wow! And Charlie and that Tony
1: and Penny and Brandon.
0: All right. This is the time that we are going to to take to pray to the good Lord, right? And uh, dedicate the service to him. Would you join me standing up? So we give uh, thanks to our good Lord for this beautiful day. Father, we thank you with all of our hearts because you are so wonderful, so beautiful to us. And you take care of all of our needs. And we trust you, Lord, in everything we do. We thank you, Lord, for our church. We thank you, Father, for our people, for each one of us. We thank you, Lord, that we can see each other, hug each other, love each other, Lord. Enjoy our cup of coffee and our donuts and have fellowship, Lord. How wonderful. How wonderful is the feeling. We pray, Lord, for our friends that are traveling. Protect them. Bring them back home. In the name of Jesus, Father. And now that we are about to sing these songs, we pray, Lord, that you will give Tracy the anointing, great way to bring glory to your name. In the name of Jesus, receive our songs, Lord, that we sing to you in Jesus' name. Amen, Amen.
1: To come, greater things are still to be done in this city. Yeah, greater things have yet to come. Greater things are still to be done
0: here. Greater things, greater things are yet to be done in this city, in
1: this church, in this church.
0: YOU MAY BE SEATED. like When you think of all the people that you know, and you, th- you go back in your memories, thinking of your grandparents or your parents, even when your children were little babies, and then you realize how wonderful the Lord is, is when you say it like this. There is none like you, Lord, right? Beautiful like that. Let's sing that part one more time. There is no like you. There is no like you.
1: No one else can touch my heart like you do. I can search. I can search for all.
0: of heaven and earth, the God of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of the living. And here we are, Lord, blessed by you and your presence. Thank you, Lord. There is no one like you, Lord. No one like you. There is no one like you, Lord. What an honor, Lord, that we have to be in your house, to be in your presence, to bow down before you, Lord, to lift up our hands, opening our hearts and declaring, Lord, that you are beautiful. Beautiful Lord, beautiful Father, beautiful Savior, beautiful Master, beautiful God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much, sweetheart. That was beautiful. Today's message is, is uh, the title of today's message is, wow. <laughs> I cannot even say it, right? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is the, the title of today's message, wow. And we can feel exactly that way. Every time the Holy Spirit opens our eyes to a new dimension in our relationship with the Good Lord, do you know that that we grow in our relationship with the Lord? Like, right? It's like falling in love. You fall in love with somebody, and then you start finding out more uh, wonderful things of those individuals. Then you get married, and then you see the reality. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well, you know. It's normal to have different kind of situations in our relationships with individuals. We are just people. But when we think about the Lord, right, then is when the expression is really, wow, because there there are no imperfections in our Lord. There are no mistakes. There are nothing that we can doubt about him, right? Nothing suspicious, nothing that we can say, wow, I'm not sure about him. (laughs) Right? No. It's not like that. It's not like with humans. With the Lord, it's all pure and we can feel safe in his presence. And that is exactly what we study this morning. The passage that I am about to read, it's in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verse 36 through 50. You have the copy in your bulletins. And for those who are watching or listening, grab your Bible, open your Bible app, go to Luke chapter 7, starting in verse 36. And we read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him. Jesus went into the Pharisee's house and took a place at the table. There was a sinful woman in that town. She knew that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So the woman brought some expensive perfume in an alabaster jar. She stood at Jesus' feet crying. Then she began to wash his feet with her tears. She dried his feet with her hair. She kissed his feet many times and rubbed them with the perfume. When the Pharisee, who asked Jesus to come to his house, saw this, (laughs) he thought to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know that the woman who is touching him is a sinner. In response, Jesus said to the Pharisee, Simon, I have something to say to you. Simon said, Let me hear it, teacher. Jesus said, there were two men. Both men owed money to the same banker. One man owed him 500 silver coins. The other man owed him 50 silver coins. The men had no money, so he could not pay their debt. But the banker told the men that they did not have to pay him. Which one of those two men will love him more? Simon answered, I think it would be the one who owed him the most money. Jesus said to him, You are right. (laughs) You are right. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? When I came into your house, You gave me no water for my feet, but she washed my feet with her tears and dried my feet with her hair. You did not greet me with a kiss, but she has been kissing my feet since I came in. You did not honor me with oil for my head, but she rubbed my feet with her sweet-smelling oil. I tell you that her many sins are forgiven. This is clear because she showed great love. People who are forgiving only a little will love only a little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The people sitting at the table began to think to themselves, Who does this man think he is? Who can forgive sins? Jesus said to the woman, Because you believed you are saved from your sins. Go in peace. What a passage. What a passage. Right? We need to understand more about the context. Remember in those days there were no vehicles, right? No air conditioning in homes. Uh, Basically, shoes were not invented as such. At, on, at that point, there were more like sandals. There was no asphalt, meaning no concrete. <laughs> so everywhere you, you wanted to go, you needed to either walk or use an animal, right? And regardless, you are going to be walking exactly in the dirt. You know, sand, perhaps. But basically, it was a lot of dust. You see that, right? So the tradition was that when people were coming into a house, they would have something like a bucket where people can wash their feet naturally. You want to have your house a little bit clean. Perhaps they have something. Maybe they have some sort of flooring, right? Perhaps some rugs, carpets, I don't know. But certainly you don't want dust. Therefore, whenever you come inside of the house, you clean your feet first, right? Wash your hands, get rid of all this dust, and then you come inside of the house. That was the tradition. Now, when someone of importance comes into your house, you will not just offer the water and the towel for their feet. You also will have a little bit of oil because naturally you will be sweating. <laughs> the other were not invented at that point. Naturally it was a lot of smell all over the place with a little bit of oil, you know, you kind of uh, uh, contrast the smells of the sweat and uh, you are clean, you wash your, your, your hands, you freshen up, right? So you are ready to go into a social get-together. So do you see the context, correct? So naturally those things were expected, particularly in the houses of people like Simon, this Pharisee, Because they were people with certain means. They were not poor people. You see that, right? Now, when you go to visit a house today, well, if if there is a, a dinner prepared for you, you will hear at some point that dinner is ready, and they will say, do you want to go wash your hands, right? Where is the bathroom, you will ask. You want to wash your hands, right? You want to feel. Comfortable, clean, ready to eat, right? Well, in this particular context, the Lord came invited as a guest to this house, but none of those things were offered to him. He called him, Simon called the Lord teacher, right? Like trying to put him in a special place words. You see? Teacher, he said. But his heart was not in the right place. And how do we know that? Because there were no, there are no indications of any honor for the Lord Jesus Christ. There was no honor. No, nothing for his feet, nothing for his hair, nothing. It's just a political thing. We need to see this part of the story of the Lord's life as something that we will live constantly in our daily life. We will find those kind of individuals, unfortunately, right? They are very religious. They refer to the Lord Jesus as a a teacher. Perhaps they will talk to you with apparent respect But in their hearts, not necessarily they are with you. The interesting part about how the Lord manages everything and how He handled in those days each instance and how He handles today each instance is that He knows everything. (laughs) Imagine if you will be able to know what other people are thinking when you in A get together. I think I'll be running out of that place quickly, right? Because when I could see how awful things some people have about me, I would say, I am out of here. <laughs> I want to be here, right? But the Lord knows all that. Right? Because he is the Lord God Almighty. He knew everything there. And he knows everything here. He knows everything. But the thing is, people are going to reveal themselves by their actions. Listen to what I said, guys. People will reveal themselves by their actions. You just watch. Quite often, you go to places, workplace, doing business, a store, a church, (laughs) family get together, and you just watch, observe how they act, and they will reveal themselves by their actions, how they behave. You just watch. You will see, right? The Lord did that. He went there. He was invited. He went, okay. He knew about Simon and... His group of guys, Pharisees, people with certain position financially, in the society, you know? I want you to think of these guys. In in society, in the community, the ones that are in charge, they don't want to mingle with the ones that are underneath. You notice that, right? It's like there is an association of people in charge of others. (laughs) and they are in that association, right? Oh, don't you go there with those who are just simple workers. No, no, right? No, don't you go there and and mingle with those that are kind of social, economical, kind of low class. No, don't do that. That is the idea. Simon and his group of people were just kind of in a clique, we call today, right? Just looking. They didn't offer anything special to the Lord. Well, at least they offer food. Somebody said, yeah, but the food was nothing for them. They had food. The food actually was the excuse to bring him in to see certain things in the Lord. You see that? They were tricky to the Lord. <laughs> I love this because who could make look the Lord Jesus as a fool? Who could try to uh, show bad things about the Lord Jesus? Who could do that? Nobody can do that. Nobody can beat the Lord, right? And in today's world, it's the same thing. You will see people there that they are trying to put the Lord Jesus down, to put Christians down, right? To put the church down. It's like they are better. It's exactly that idea that Simon had. There was no honor to the Lord Jesus. Did the Lord Jesus get upset about it? No. Neither you do. When people do not show you respect, you do not get upset. You are just getting to know them, how they really are, right? But you don't get upset because you know who you are, right? Do you see that? You know who you are. You should write this down. I know who I am. I don't need to let anybody disrespect me. Regardless what they say, I know who I am. The Lord Jesus knew who he was. So he was not upset. He was just there sitting because he knew what was about to happen. And what is what was about to happen? This woman who was a sinful woman in town, we don't know exactly the kind of sin, right? And this passage is not described. There are theories about it, but let's leave it like this. She was a bad girl, (laughs) okay? She was a bad girl. And suddenly, without invitation, this bad girl shows up into the house. Imagine that. Imagine the surprise of Simon and his friends. What in the world is this woman doing here? And she immediately went where the Lord Jesus was. And I love this part. The Lord will never reject anyone that is looking for him. Write it down. The Lord will never reject anyone who is looking for him. Some people say, I don't think that God is listening to my prayers. I don't think that God is paying attention to me. That is baloney. <laughs> that is incorrect, is not accurate, it's, it's, it's a, just an excuse because they want to continue doing what is wrong. The Lord Jesus will never reject anyone who is sincerely looking for him. He was available. He is still today available, right? But the individual must come to him. Let me say that again. The Lord still today is available. But You, as a sinner, need to come to him. You have to come to him. And that is what this woman did. She came to him. And he did not reject her, right? Now, if were the Pharisees, Simon and his clique, you can imagine, right? You can imagine. Do you have a badge to come into this club? Let me see your ID. Woman, we know who you are. Uh, Let me see the checklist. Uh, You don't fulfill these requirements, right? That's what people will do. But that is not what the Lord does. Don't you love that? He doesn't put any kind of requirements to anybody to come to Him. No requirements. Even if it's the worst of the sinners of the world, He will never reject anybody like this woman. And of course he knew the Lord Jesus knew what kind of woman she was and she comes and then is when she does this ceremonial act right that the Lord used to show Simon how much respect and appreciation she had for the Lord Jesus two words connected respect Appreciation. Respect, appreciation. You are invited to a birthday party by somebody, and you will show up because you are going to show respect to that person who invited you, right? Regardless who is this person, you will show up. You were invited. If you are able, you will come to show respect, but also you will bring a gift because you will show appreciation, right? Thank you for inviting me, and here is your card. You don't have money for a birthday? Well, 50 cents a birthday card you can get. The person will feel happy with that, because you are showing two things, respect and appreciation. The same thing, guys, learned this. When we come to the church, we always show up to worship the Lord because we want to show him respect and we bring him always an offering to show him what? Appreciation. Right? We should do that all the time. And I, I want to open a parenthesis here. Some people get paid monthly. Other people get money every three weeks. Other people receive, whatever, you know. Everyone should take one portion of that income to give to the Lord. Whether it's every once, once a month, twice a month, three weeks, whatever. You understand? All right, closed parentheses. Coming back to the point. Here's this woman showing so much respect and appreciation, right? And what happened there? Exactly what happens today when someone says, I am going to church. I found Jesus. I really want to get my life in order. It's the attitude of this woman, right? But somebody is going to be looking at the individual, judging, and thinking, I know who you are. You notice? It's the same thing. Those Pharisees there judging others because they are now coming to church, right? In these days, we know there is a lot of uh, social media activity On our phones. You realize that, right? There are many individuals that they will spend hours on their phones per day, more than interacting with other individuals, much more than that. And some of them, one of those maybe is you, watching or listening. It's okay. It's okay. But here's the deal. You are finding in Jesus, you are finding in the Bible, in the teachings, answers to your questions. It's okay. But if somebody will come from outside and sees you and finds you that you are watching a Christian video or you are reading something from the Bible, they will judge you and they will say to you, I know who you are. I know what kind of person you are. (laughs) Is that Attitude, judgmental, you see? And they have that attitude because they think, like Simon and his group, that they are better than this woman. And that is the problem with our communities today. People think that they are better than others because they do certain things. And you know what? In the eyes of our good Lord, there is no such a thing. I'm going to share with you another passage in a few minutes, but I want you to understand this. In the eyes of the Lord, everyone is exactly the same. It's just a person that could be like this woman or could be like Simon. Simon the Pharisee, the person who thinks, well, yeah, I invited Jesus to come into my heart. You see that? To come in. I invited Jesus to come into my heart but I don't need to bow down before him. I don't need to give him anything. I don't owe him anything. He should be grateful that I I allow him to come into my heart, they say. You see that? While this woman, she has a very different attitude. She goes looking for him and she bows down, she humbles herself crying, 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 I'm desperate, Lord. This perfume, alabaster, you know is extremely expensive, very, very expensive. We are not going to discuss the source of that money, okay? That's not the point. The point is that she was not poor, you see that? She was not poor, she was not broke she had some resources which means not necessarily people that have money need to be broke to become humble (laughs) you see that people can have money and yet be humble i have friends like that and i want to share with you quickly the story of one of my mentors invited me one day to see his new rv vehicle A vehicle, probably $100,000. I live in Virginia, I come to see him, and he's so proud to show me his new RV, you know? He opens the thing, I got inside of the RV. It's better than any super hotel that I have ever been. Everything so luxurious, so beautiful, wonderful. Beds, devices, everything. It was like a super Hilton kind of thing, inside, with wheels. My gosh. Wow, Wow. exactly, wow. And suddenly I said, brother, can I ask you something? How many miles does this thing make per gallon? Gas. He looked at me, he smiled, and said, Gian, Gian, when you have the money to buy this kind of vehicle, you just don't care. But do you want, you know something? Him and his wife, such a humble people. They have money. They, they live waterfront in the Chesapeake Bay. Such a humble people. Is one example that I, ha- that I can give you. And I have met many other Christians, people that learn the secret of becoming humble in the presence of the Lord, acknowledging that there is something not right within us, right? Because that is the issue. The issue is not what kind of car do we have or how, money, how much money do we have in the bank. That's not the issue. The issue is, the condition of our hearts, right? And this woman, she knew it. She just bowed down before the Lord, crying. And she knows she needs the Lord. And the Lord says to her, your sins are forgiven. You believed. And perhaps that's the problem with Simon. Perhaps Simon never wanted to believe. So there are people that say the prayer, right? Lord, come into my heart. But it's more like an intellectual kind of thing. It's more like going through the motions, right? I'll do it because I want to be part of this. But they are not fully persuaded by the Holy Spirit because only the Holy Spirit can show you, my friend, the path. Only the Holy Spirit can show you who the Lord Jesus is. There are people talking about Jesus all over the place. There are many individuals talking about Jesus, but they don't know who he really is. Because only the Holy Spirit can reveal that to each individual. And that is the question that we need to ask ourselves. Do I know really who the Lord Jesus is? He is the man on the cross? Is he the leader of this religion? Or He really is the Son of God who died for me. My Messiah, my Savior, my Redeemer. Right? And when she, like us, acknowledges Jesus really is my Savior. He can really forgive my sins. Then is when the miracle happens. And from that moment on, this woman dedicated her life to serve the Lord. And that is what we do. I was just thanking each one of you for the work that you have done in the church in the last days. And I know that that you do it with all of your heart, but I want you to know something else, friends. The fact that you do it, not expecting anything for the Lord, that tells us that you know that this is your church. You have that feeling of belonging. I belong to this church. This church belongs to me. I mean, tell me if that is not powerful. Tell me if you don't feel like, man, wow, (laughs) wow. And when that happens, there is no problem for us to serve, to give, to work, right? And we have fun. And we have fellowship. And then we make those sandwiches. What's the kind of sandwich? Fried bologna. Fried bologna sandwich, and and pizza, and whatever else. And the the joy of sharing it and talking about it and and planning the new thing. And why is that? Why suddenly? This is so important to us because we are like this woman, so appreciative of what he has done for us that we say, Lord, I want to give you something in return. I want to do something in return, right? And that's why he, she is looking at him with those eyes, eyes of admiration, eyes of gratitude that kind of look that you have many times when you come into your home perhaps and there is no one around you, just you and your drink and you just are standing perhaps in your living room or in your patio, in the porch in your house or perhaps sitting in your favorite chair and you just have a sip of your drink. Lord, thank you. Thank you. That is amazing, my friends. However, there is one more portion that we need to study quickly to close this message. It's in the same Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, from the verse 42 through 48. The Lord said, who is the wise and trusted servant The master trusts one servant to give the other servants their food at the right time. Who is the servant that the master trusts to do that work? When the master comes and finds him doing the work he gave him, it will be be a day of what? Blessing for that servant. I can tell you without a doubt, the master will choose that person to take care of everything he owns. Our faithfulness in taking care of what the Lord is giving us is also part of our our appreciation to the Lord, right? When we are taking care of our own bodies, when we are taking care of our finances, when we are taking care of our homes, our stuff in the house, when we are taking care of this church, what we own and possess we do it because we want to be found by the lord doing the right thing right and then then when he comes and he sees that will be a day of blessing because the lord will say wow this is awesome i like what you are doing i want to give you more say with me please if i do the right thing The Lord will give me more. The Lord
1: will give
0: me more. Exactly. It's a principle. You just do the right thing and the Lord will give you more. Now, not necessarily when you are saying give me more, that means that you will have more money or more stuff. He just will give you more of whatever he wants to give you, right? For some people is more wisdom. For some others is more patience. For others is more strength. For others is better health. For others is more meanings, more resources, more money, more stuff. But the promise is that. However, continuing that reading, it says, but, but what will happen if that servant is evil and thinks his master will not come back soon? He will begin to beat the other servants, men and women. He will eat and drink until he has had too much Then the master will come when his servant is not ready and a time when the servant is not expecting him. Then the master will punish that servant and send him away to be with the other people who don't obey. That servant knew that his master wanted him to do, but he did not make himself ready or try to do what his master wanted. So that servant will be punished very much. But what about the servant who does not know what his master wants? He also does things that deserve punishment. But he will get less punishment than the servant who knew what he should do. Whoever has given much will be responsible for much. Much more will be expected from the one who has been given more. The Lord wants us to prosper in everything, right? He wants us to enjoy our lives. The Lord wants us to To do what we are doing here in the church, you guys. He's happy by looking at us, right? But he wants us also to be aware that he is expecting that from his servants. So for any of you present or through audio or video, for anyone who listens and enjoys listening to the word of God and says, I like this. This is wonderful. I feel encouraged. I want to hear another message. You know that somebody said to me this week that went through the messages of Victory Church Channel, one after the other, for hours. That person said to me, this is so rich to me. It's, it's a blessing, and I like that. Of course, it's our privilege to share the word. And what a wonderful blessing that we have all these resources to record audio and video, the teachings. But at the same time, my friends, for those who are being blessed but are doing nothing for the Lord, it is my responsibility to tell you that the Lord is expecting something from you. You have to be aware of it because you are not a little boy, a little girl there in the house just playing with your toys. You are an adult person. You are supposedly a mature individual. And if in your spiritual walk you are not there yet, eventually you will be there. But you have to be aware that the Lord is expecting from you some work in return. Show him your gratitude. Show him that you are willing to do things for the kingdom because that is what he is expecting from you. Because that would be horrible, don't you think? Imagine the Lord is giving us so many things. You know, sometimes I think about individuals that make so much money, so much money that they, they have... Hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands and millions and millions and those monies are sitting there in the bank. While there are so many needs in the world, we just uh, now started a new program helping people in the Amazon and the river in Brazil. The program is the Bucket Ministry. It costs $25.00. To buy one of these buckets who ha- which has a filter that for how many years, I believe 10, almost, almost, 20. almost 20 years, will filter all kind of water and purifies the water. just by putting it up of, not, on the top of the bucket and comes out clean. The water is, the water is very, very highly contaminated in that area. Poor people live there, $25 helps a family. And also they include the medicines to get rid of all kind of parasites and infections and whatnot. Think about these guys. Individuals that have tons of money accumulated while there are so many other needs in places like water, Water, brother? Water! But they are so stingy. They don't want to share with the poor. That is bad. That is bad. The same thing happens in Africa, I understand, with people opening wells, trying to find source of waters. I I think that, honestly, for individuals that have so much, exactly like the Scripture says, let me read it back to you. It says, whoever has been given much will be responsible for much. Much more will be expected from the one who has been given more. And that applies to everything. Strength. We have the strength. The Lord is giving us a lot of strength so we can do a lot of work, but we refuse to do it. With that strength, it's a waste, right? Wisdom. The Lord gives us tons of wisdom. But we are not willing to share with others. We just want to keep it for ourselves. That's not right. What about love? The Lord is giving us so much love into our hearts. And just to keep it for ourselves? is not right. Everything that you have, and you need to think about it. Whatever you have in abundance... The Lord wants you to share it with others. So let's take an action in that regard. Whatever we have, let's share it with others. Whether it's love, money, food, clothes, whatever is what you have, let's share it with others because that is what pleases the good Lord God Almighty. And we open our hearts for Him, right? Whoever needs to be forgiven today, This is the time we open our hearts and we say, Father, God, please forgive me. I open my heart. Bring the blood in the name of your son, Jesus, to wash away all my sins, to make me a new person. And I receive my salvation today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we all say together. I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. This year, I will become more spiritual. Amen.
1: abounds in deepest waters your sovereign hand will be my guide where feet may fail and fear surrounds me you've never failed and you won't start now Speak.
0: church. Have a blessed week. In Jesus' name.